The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Roaring Peacock Youth Podcast, episode four. We've done a whole month of these boys. I'm proud of that. Are you? Absolutely, yeah. mate. Loving it. <laughs> I'm Hush Rost. That was Cookie. You heard them. Hello. And also joining us is Rob. As always, a pleasure. Bit of a different pod this week. There's no there's no game. Got called off because of the weather. Apparently, Wolves can't put a pitch on. Was it a Wolves? I'm assuming it was a Wolves, was it? Yeah. You'd, have th- you'd have thought it was at Elland Road if they were getting called <laughs> off for a pitch inspection. Until we got the new yeah. one. So there's no there's no match review this week. Uh, so the, the kids had a week off, um, but there will be a match preview as we are playing Sunderland this coming week uh, on the on first, Sunday, actually, first yeah. of Feb. Yeah, a couple of days away from now. Uh, we'll do loan watch, in depth loan watch because we've got tons of players on loan, about seven or eight, I think, from the youth academy. And we're also going to do our player profile this week on Cody Drama, the summer signing from Fulham. Yeah. Is Where, it drama, drama, drama? I don't know. It, Tom says drama actually on the on the commentaries. Yeah. So I'm going to bow to his superior knowledge. I think. Sound. We'll go with Tom. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Thank you very much, Tom, if you are listening for joining us last week. It was really good. Where should we start, boys? What do you want to do first? Maybe we, we can start with my absolute ignorance. Um, I thought the Sunderland game was on Monday. Has it been moved? <laughs> it's on Sunday, and I'm sure it is. Unless it's on the been... first. Oh, Monday, no, it was Monday. on Monday then. Monday, one o'clock. You had both had me going Western. I was like, what is <laughs> that? Do you know what that is, mate? <laughs> Genuinely. And I know we're recording, but um, that's that the Leeds United under-23s fixtures haven't been updated on the website. It must have been <laughs> moved because of other games. So the actual yeah. Leeds United website has it on, or had it on the Sunday. In fact, okay. Okay. I'm pleased to know that I'm not going insane. And it is on <laughs> yeah, it says Sunday 31st of Jan, so they must they must not have updated it. Yeah, so yeah, fair Feb, one o'clock. Um, so yeah, make sure you tune into the YouTube channel to watch that. Um, we might as well start with the previous, shall we? We're playing Sunderland. They are currently 10th in the table. Uh, they've only played 10 games, which is three less than us, but they do not draw. They've won five and lost five. Scored 23, conceded 24. So it, it goes one of two ways for Sunderland. Um, it's going to go our way, isn't it? This They're not very good, I don't think. Um, I'm pretty confident it'll go our way. If you look at the last time we played and we won 3-1, close to the start yeah. of the season, um, the man, Sam Greenwood, who started at Sunderland, had a very happy return, um, bagged a hat-trick. Uh, I'm pretty sure, if I remember rightly, he scored a free kick. He scored a couple with his left foot. One with his, I think the free kick was his right foot, just off the top yeah. of my head. Um, it was a really good all-round performance, and we've gotten a lot stronger since then, defensively. So I would, I would expect a pretty big win, if I'm honest with you. Drama also got sent off in this game as well. Yeah, I was going to say that. This is the man, we're fe- the man we're featuring today, just like coincidence and magic. Um, yeah. This was the game. For me, this is the game where he turned it around. After after this game, I thought he'd looked a little bit, not poor, because that's a bit harsh on the lad, his new team and mm. all that, but he hadn't looked like what was bought, if that makes sense, or what was promised. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, no, none of the team looked good in the 4-0 loss to Stoke. Then we drew with the Wolves. And then after... Just seemed to click after he got sent off when he came back from his suspension uh, from the Norwich game onwards, really. He looked, he looked sharp. So, yeah, it's a good tie in that. It's going to be a much different team that played. The, play, the team that played that um, that game had uh, Matthias Bogus in it. Jamie Shackleton played central midfield. Uh, Leif Davis played as well. So, uh, and Casey Sutton in central midfield. So, it's a bit of a, a bit of a different team this time. Um, 
a lot of those guys have progressed or have been sent out on loan. So it'd be interesting to see how the, the new additions fit in and how they get on. Um, yeah, and I think Casey's just gone out on loan, has he? Or he's going out on loan, I think. He's, um, yeah, it's rumoured that Phil he goes off somewhere. Yeah. yeah, Phil tweeted somewhere that he was going on loan. I can't remember where it was to. Mostly because I was no longer on Twitter when he tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's rumours. I mean, it's it's probably got substance to it, but I think they're shopping him or they've got obviously a club in mind that they want to send him to. Um, I, I think he's he's talking. trapped between two worlds, isn't he? He's not he's not I don't think he's good enough for the first team, but I think he's he's progressed as far as he can do in the, the youth team. Yeah, I mean he's he he's first choice centre half there, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely needs some first team minutes. Um that'll make or break whether or not he's probably capable of that step up to the next level. Maybe yeah. needs a bit of what Ben White's had, you know, go down, come through the leagues, see whether that develops his capability. Um mm. a lot of people will unfairly judge um Casey, I'm sure, on the the Crawley game, which is ridiculous, um, but yeah. he does, to me, just with Casey, just looks like he lacks a little bit of pace, but um, yeah, who who knows, we might see him progress a bit. He reminds me a bit of those League 2 centre-backs, the League 1 centre-backs that we used to have, like Lubo Mikulik and players like that, Just kind of, he's a very big lad, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he's a he's unit. He's got the pace, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's off on loan. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a win, isn't it? They're not very good. If they have a win or draw, we tend to just win more than often than not. You'd like yeah. to think so. I think I think on paper, like it looks comfortable. Um, we're at home; record's good. You know, it should be, um, it should be a sealed, uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. But you never know, yeah. dear. I yeah. think the biggest question, yeah, the biggest question. I think we've got great home form, obviously, but um, since the last time we played at home, the pitch at Thor Patch was pretty poor last time, and it, it's taken a bit of a, a kick in from the snow and the continuing rain that we've had. So I'm sure the ground staff, you know, will be doing a great job in trying to recover it and keep it a decent pitch. But as we know, Bielsaball and poor pitches don't really go hand in hand and they do play Bielsaball in the under 23s So it'll be interesting to see what the pitch looks like, what the style of play looks like, what approach maybe Jacko takes um, with his team um, and whether or not we'll see the feature of any First teamers, um, or whether it will be a solid under twenty threes, because I think last week we definitely expected a solid under twenty threes with the Premier League game. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see who starts the game, but I think it'll be mostly, if not all, under twenty threes. Mm. We're playing the day yeah, before, aren't we? So first eleven. So it'll be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be back to, or not back to, but dominated by youth as opposed to having those kind of first eleven or. You know, if if Paveda or Costa or someone doesn't get minutes off the bench, they might drop down and and make a forty five minute appearance. But other than that, I can see it being mostly the kids. Yeah, I think your biggest question yeah. might be whether or not if um, if Casey might be going out on loan, um, and with some of the other injuries to our defenders, whether you might see someone like the man we featured last week, Charlie Creswell, um, and maybe some of the other young lads like Niall Huggins, etc., might step up to the first team bench. And if there's a possibility of them being used, whether or not they'll play, etc. But I think normally he's pretty happy for him to play two games anyway when it's the young lads. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm going to predict, confidently predict a Leeds victory. I'm going to just say the same score again, 3-1, I think. I'm going to go 3-0 because the defence has improved so much. True. <laughs> I was going 3-0 as well, my prediction. Nice. Go. No, any, any goal I'm the scorers? pessimist then, yeah. <laughs> Another hat trick for Greenwood. Yeah, that's it. I'm agreeing with you. Another hat He's got to be up for it, hasn't he? I mean, the he's lad got a is. birthday this week as well. Yeah, the lad is born and bred, Macken, like proper Sunderland lad. You know, went down to the dirty south and came mm. back to us because he wanted to be back in the north. I think he's got to love going back to his hometown club, hasn't he? You've got to. Just to show him what they've lost a little yeah. bit. Although I'm sure he's got respect for him. He left on good terms. Yeah. 
Uh, let's move on to some loan watch then. Um, so I've got a big list of all the players that we've got out on loan. We've currently got six, eight, ten players on loan, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them on loan, sorry. Um, let's start with Matthias Bogus, who, when he was bought in, and if you believe a manager, he is a wonder kid and he is one to watch for the future, but it doesn't seem to have really ever happened for him, does it, so far? He's currently on loan at uh, Lagrones. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I really rate him. He obviously scored that goal in the pre-season tour, um, you know, in, of, of Australia. He went with the first-team squad. I think he's clearly rated. Um, he looks like he's doing all right um, over there now mm. on, on his loan. He's, he's started a lot of games recently, hasn't he? And um, I think been contributing quite a bit. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's still a young lad, isn't he? How old's Bogus at the moment? I think he's only just turned 19. Yeah, so there's still plenty of time. I, th- I think he's got a lot of capability. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I like him. Um, I'm, I was surprised he went out on loan. I thought he might um, try and progress mm. him in the under-23s internally. Um, but uh, I guess we should also say get what soon, because if you believe Twitter, I don't know if it's true, but apparently he's out COVID. COVID at the minute. So um, he'll, be, he'll be out for a few, uh, 10 to 14 days, I assume. I don't know what the Spanish protocols are or the protocols yeah. over there are. It felt for yeah. a period of time, didn't it, like he was really, really close to, particularly when he was on that pre-season tour with the first team, felt like he was really close to breaking through. I mean, I don't know maybe what's happened or... Well, he played against Charlton, didn't what's... he, in the last game of last season? He, did he come on as a sub, I think, in the, the that 4-0 victory against Charlton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, if I'm honest, I was probably drunk. <laughs> that he's um he, he's doing what's he's doing what he needs to do whilst been out alone, isn't he? If we're honest, you know he's he's knocking up some assists. I think he's um he's featured like you said, Cookie heavily. He's been in pretty much I think all but one or two games since since November. Um, um so yeah, I think he's doing what he needs to do. The 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 all, always question I have with the loanees um is I sometimes question the caliber of club that we loan these players to. It always yeah. seems, whether it's, you know, I mean, we're going to move on to it, but Edmondson's recent switch or, you know, um, in this case, going to a League Two side, you would have mm. thought there'd be maybe a championship side that might want to give him some exposure or at least, but I, I don't know whether it's that age-old thing. Is it development versus minutes? What is it that the yeah. youth, youth setup or Bielsa sees that he wants from these players? Do they just need fitness? Do they need technical ability? Do they need a bit rough and ready and... You know, you know, getting a battering in League Two, or what do they need for basically to toughen them up or make them more stand out? Because some of the some of the clubs that we loan these players to and that we've got people on loan out at the minute um, seems questionable for me. But yeah, you would yeah. you would assume we've got some links with some of these clubs, or it's to do with Arta's networks. But um, the thing with with Bogus is that like, when you look at him as a player, he's very very technically gifted for a young lad. Um, very, very capable with both feet. And that, therefore, to me, doesn't sound like you'd want him to develop in what would probably be a more technical league, which is over in Spain in La Liga 2. You would expect him maybe more to benefit from either League 1 or the Championship, where my yeah. feeling would be that he probably needs to get used to the more physical side of English football. In saying that, have you seen the lad? He is a fucking unit. I mean, yeah, he is not boring. a small lad, is he, no. for his age? I mean, he's, what, he's got to be six foot plus, built like a brick shit house, and has been since <laughs> he was 17 years old, from what I've seen. So, yeah, yeah, who knows? But we've got to trust the men in charge, haven't we, that they're getting the right kind of development, um, and we'll see, see yeah. how he gets on. 
Yeah, um, you mentioned one of the other boys there, Ryan Abington. He is uh, currently on loan at Northampton. He's not played for them so far, but he spent most of the season on loan at Aberdeen. He's got two goals in 14 games, but he has played European football, which is uh, not and a lot. And he was injured, uh, wasn't he? So, was he yeah. injured for a piece? Yeah. It was strange that they brought him back to just send him back to Northampton. Does it, does it feel like his time has kind of come and gone at least? I know he's only 19, but... We I find it difficult this, to believe he's going to break into the two, first team. I think it was at two or at three we spoke about this and we looked at the, the the growing number of people queuing up in front of him now. I think it was yeah. Cookie that raised the point and it's a very valid one. You know, we spoke about Greenwood, we spoke about Gellhart. Um, they seem to have more of an ability to flex their position. We've mentioned mm. previously Greenwood can drop sometimes centre mid, not just number 10. He was, he was all the way back in centre mid and I don't know if Edmondson carries that same flexibility. But it does feel mm. like, a, again, what we were just talking about, a strange yeah. move. Why bring I mean, him back from Aberdeen to send him to Northampton? I yeah, weird, isn't it? But, I mean, the thing is, you, you never really know, do you? I mean, if you look at Harry Kane as obviously the number nine for England now and he went out on loan to Leicester and wasn't really playing. We've got that famous yeah, picture of him sat on the bench here alongside Vardy. Um, yeah, Millwall and didn't do much. So you, you never know that they might just take a jump in the progression at some point. I think the worrying mm. part for someone like Edmonton, is he's clearly got capability, but is it because Aberdeen aren't good enough or is it because he's not? Because I, and I might get grief from anyone who watches from Scotland um, around the Scottish League, but I think it's fair to say most strikers that go there who struggle in England score a glut of goals up there. And the yeah. fact that he only got two goals in 14 games doesn't sound like someone who's ever going to be clinical. I think if you can't be clinical in Scotland you're probably going to struggle in England. But in, at the same time, who knows where his development could take him. I never lose hope for all of them. I think like what yeah. Tom talked about last week, so many players in this academy, you have got you don't just measure the success on whether they end up playing in the Premier League and or for Leeds. So whether or not they end up with proper professional careers, because many academy players don't, do I think Edmonton will end up with a proper, decent professional career in some type of professional football? I absolutely do. Do I think yeah. it will be with Leeds? No, I don't. Yeah. Good yeah, summary. Yeah. Summarised everything. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, next on this, we've got Robbie Gotts. Of course, he's been on loan to Lincoln and then he's moved to Salford, unfortunately for him. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? But he started well there. He um, He played his first game Last week, he got off uh, with a, a debut goal. Um, he also played right back and number 10 in that game. So he is he's older than a lot of these other guys. He's 21 now. Uh, he'll be 22 this year. So it, it feels like a make-or-break time for him as well. But he's been around that first-team squad. And maybe this is just a case of be able to say, go and get some games, regardless of where it is, just go and play some football. Yeah, I mean, I think from what you hear, it was got to pushed for it. Who wanted minutes? Who wanted football? Um I genuinely think, I mean, I've got a lot of time for Robbie Gotts. I liked him for us. He looked very good against Arsenal in the Cup last year. And I know it's mm. one game and you can't judge everyone on one game, but you can't have capability against that kind of opposition and not be a good player. Yeah. Um, he's now regularly, obviously, playing in League Two. Again, he's one of these where, do I think he'll make it with Leeds? I'm not 100% sure, but simultaneously, I could genuinely see Robbie Gotts doing a Calvin. Calvin yeah. was a fairly late developer, you know? I mean, he wasn't great at the start. I mean, sorry, Calvin, I'm not. I'm sure you're not watching, but if you were, he would, I mean, a lot of Leeds fans weren't rid of Calvin early doors. Yeah. And he could have gone the way of Moat and all the 100%. other guys that didn't make it. And I yeah. could see Robbie Gotts making it. I could definitely see him, at the very least, being a very competent championship-level player. Yeah. 
yeah, you've got to think he's got a career somewhere. He's not a terrible player. Um, again, whether it's at Leeds remains a big question mark. I just, again, question the selection of club. And it's not because, obviously, of who they are. But I, I just, I don't get the, if he, if he was, you know, if he's wanting minutes, competitive mm. minutes at a level that he wants him to play, um, then, you know, I'm not saying he'd be going off to, like, a top-tier championship side, but a competitive league one side, at least, you know, to give him a little bit more edge because that, that division is also, you know, now technically brimming with much better quality than it was when we were in it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. again, I just question the club selection, but again, we don't know the internal workings. It could be down to ties. It could be down to salary contribution. It could be down to, I don't know, marketing, promotion reasons. Maybe it's all the Gary Nev's compliments of Leeds. Maybe we've just said, done it as a favour <laughs> back with his promos on Sky Sports. <laughs> you could see Rad's doing that kind of deal, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And well, yeah, it is weird, though. Going... the top of League One. Yeah. So for the just, just in the playoffs in League Two. It maybe. was the timing was weird, Ross. From top of yeah. League One to down to League Two, but it just scored for Lincoln. Mm. He wasn't he, he wasn't playing all the time, but he wasn't a sub all the time. He was playing enough games to warrant staying. It is a weird one, but... And it wasn't um, one that Lincoln pushed him out either, was it? They didn't want no. to... So, we just pulled him back yeah. and sent him to Salford. Yeah, so something has gone on there, maybe. Uh, next on the list is Bryce Hosanna, whose Wikipedia page says he's got four, uh, five A-star GCSEs and four A uh, GCSEs. He is a clever boy. Mm. Um, he's currently alone at Bradford, where I'm assuming the education levels aren't that high, so he must have been <laughs> genius for them. <laughs> he's doing all right. He's played eight games on loan. Bradford are... They're tick, ticking along, aren't they? Really, he's injured, what Bradford I think I'm sure he's injured. Yeah. At the My only worries with this young man, and I really like him. I do really like him, and he looks promising. Um, mm. He's he's seems to be a bit made out of cardboard at the minute. Yeah, which, at such a young age, I think he's and he had two middling style injuries, which is maybe yeah. not his fault. I'm not not picking fault with him directly, but he's he's had a couple of injuries at, whilst he's been at Bradford. I think he missed five games or four games mm. in a row and they come thick and fast in League Two with all these little competitions they've got in the FA Vars or Trophy. And yeah. I think he got injured um, twice and, and he was out for a large part of November, December. So He had surgery last year as well, which is not good for a young man. Yeah. No. When I actually put the about the next breakout star on my um, old Twitter um, and asked for comments for anyone other than the people I'd put primarily on there from our current mm. academy... Someone actually did message me, um, who was a Bradford fan, saying that we need to keep an eye on Bryce Hosanna because apparently he's the best player at Bradford, easily the best player in that league. I mean, I've not watched him at Bradford, if I'm honest, um, but it, it sounds like people rate him. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not sure he makes it at Leeds. And like you say, he's, he's another one of these with, unfortunately, you know, legs made out of biscuits, which is sad for him. But um, I'm sure he'll, as long as he doesn't end up consistently getting injured, I'm sure he'll have a career in the, the football league somewhere. Yeah. It was a hamstring as well, which for a young man, I mean, again, it's, mm. it's not going to... That's with the level of fitness required, which he's got, clearly. And, and he is a good player, like I say, from very little exposure I've seen of him and people talk of him highly. I like him. I do think he's a, got potential. But, yeah, I think the fitness thing is a bit worrying if you're if you're already that young and picking up hamstring injuries quite, that regularly. Um, yeah, that can do your career quite quickly. Just look at Michael Owen. He was never the same, was he, after right. that? That one when he tried to run away from Jonathan Woodgate. I wouldn't yeah. know. His hamstring just went and that was it, yeah. Uh, next on the list, we've got Alfie McCalmont, who is currently at Oldham, just ripping it up, basically. He, <laughs> there'd, there'd be nothing without him, unfortunately, because I'd, I'd, I'd like them to be nothing without him because of who's their manager. But he's uh, keeping that man in a job, unfortunately. He scored three goals in 12 games for them this season on loan. Um, yeah, he's got, I think he has got a career, a, a big career, possibly at Leeds as well. He's probably one of my favourites that's out on loan. 
I'm with you on that, mate, a million percent. I absolutely think that he's got the capability to come back to very much be either a backup to Calvin or even more so being what feels like Oldham have used him more as a box-to-box uh, midfielder mm. with some of the goals he's contributing. Um, how old is he now, Alfie? Is he 20? Just 20, yeah, be 21 in March. Yeah, so, so it, it, again, it might be a make-or-break season, but I definitely think he's got the capability. He stands out to me, from aside from Bogus, I think him and McCallumont are probably the two that stand out in the academy where you think they could definitely come back and have a, a career at Leeds. Um, yeah. McCallumont was rated extremely highly by Bielsa from what you hear. Um and I think, again, he was one like similar to Gotts, where he didn't mm. go out because he was forced to go out. Um, he went out because he wanted to get minutes, see whether he was capable, test himself. You've got to admire that. Um, I definitely think he's got yeah. a future with, with the club, um, but we'll have to wait and see, as always. Yeah, he's getting a lot of game time, isn't he? And like you say, he seems to be um, the linchpin for Oldham, really. He's doing mm. doing what's needed. He's popping up with assists. He's solid in the in the the overall gameplay from, from the little match reports that I've read and yeah, um, I like you boys. I think he's got one one of the few on loan that could probably come back and and stand the test of time a little bit in in terms of either breaking into the first eleven subs or around that kind of teetering on the first eleven brink. Yeah, and Bielsa likes him. He's gone on record as saying he likes him, likes what he's yeah. going to do. So yeah, yeah, I think it's all looking good for Alfie at the minute. He's a central midfielder, and we're crying out for those. We don't, do, exactly we don't we do midfielders. What are they? We don't. <laughs> exactly. It'll be converted into a centre-half the way we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Will be, yeah. Uh, next up is uh, Rafa Mojica, who kind of arrived and then immediately disappeared. And he's been on loan ever since. For He's been for three different spells. One for Extra Madura, one for Villarreal, which is a big club, and one for Oviedo, who are they're a decent-sized club as well. So he's getting big moves on loan, but... Not really doing anything. It's quite hard to find stats for him for where he's been and gone. Just don't ever, ever see him. Don't ever see him coming back. Me, it feels like I know it's. I know no one's another Usim boy or however you say his name that's gladly <laughs> out of contract this year. But it feels like another one of them where we've brought him in, maybe from that network, and sometimes they go wrong, you know, from Arthur's network, and he's maybe come in just not being good enough, gone back out on loan, and let's be honest, no one's really talked about him. No one's really considered him coming back. I just I don't see a future for him at Leeds. He yeah. was, when we were talking a few weeks ago um, about um, sometimes earlier on before the, the gem started filling in, Orta, and that we maybe got <laughs> him slightly wrong. We were talking about the big the bigger names of like your Greenwoods and people coming in and we thought, mm. we're doing it right, we're signing million pound youth players and we're going to feature one on this podcast or a, a, a good decent chunk of money went on another youth player. With, with Mojica, he's the first name that came to mind when I thought... Someone that we signed that was like a bit of buzz, but it's just yeah. fl- faded. The only thing I've seen of him was um, when, and it was kind of some bits going on on Twitter, he scored a brace. Um, and I think the LUFC website like did a piece on it. Um, he came on for in a Copa del Rey game and scored two goals. But again, it was right. a flash in the pan, came and went, and no one's heard anything of it since. So I feel sorry for him, uh, but mm. he's clearly probably not good enough to be the end squad is he yeah who knows he might surprise us come out of left field and be a star man <laughs> for us one day but I won't get me hopes up <laughs> <laughs> no um, next up we've got Jordan Stevens, another one I'm a big fan of I think I've liked him when he came on um, a couple, couple of times last season actually he made five appearances for the first team he started the season alone at Swindon where he scored in his debut and then played 13-14 games for them and he's gone and joined uh, Hosanna at Bradford he's only played one game so far but I think he's got a big future in the game. Maybe, I don't think I don't see him being a Leeds player in the Premier League, but definitely good upper Championship level sort of winger. 
I think that's kind of where he could fit in nicely. Yeah, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Jordan Stevens is the one who got in a bit of trouble for gambling ban from the game. Wasn't, uh, wasn't even allowed to do charity work for the club. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it wasn't um, allowed near the club, was it? Yeah, too? it was stupid. But what I'd say is he's obviously got talent. He was he was brought in, wasn't he, from... Where did we sign him from? Forest Green. Yeah, that was it. And... Um, mm. It just there's something about him where it feels like on the personal side outside of football, maybe he lacks the resilience or struggles with the mental side of the game. And you never know, he might end up making it, but it doesn't feel to me like that'll be um with Leeds. I think his off field troubles seem to they seem to have gotten better. You haven't heard much about it recently, but he sounds no. like a lad who really struggles. He's talked a lot about struggling from being away from home. I could end up seeing him leaving Leeds just to go a bit closer to where he's from. Um, yeah. for comfort and maybe he could fall off at wagon I'm not sure but yeah I'm, from what I've seen of him um, he, he looks a decent player um, but he's a diamond in the rough he's one of those where you sign him from somewhere like Forest Green and he yeah. either turns out to be absolutely amazing once he's been coached by decent coaches not that Forest Green aren't but you know proper top level coaches yeah. um, or they just get found out a little bit when they're with other players of a, a similar level so not sure he'll make it but again hopefully as a career and somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, it's following a theme, isn't it? I think looking at the players that we have got out on loan as a, as a general, we've we've really you know, kind of unanimously or not agreed on two, which is McCalmer and Bogus, that would probably come back and be able to challenge or compete in the under-23s as we talk about them now. Uh, and I don't think many of the others could. And unfortunately for me, uh, my just opinion, it might mean nothing and I don't want to uh, <laughs> get anyone's back up, but I, I don't think Stephen's... He's, he's of that calibre. Um, I hope he has a good long career. I hope he gets what he wants out of football. He seems like a pleasant enough chap. And um, like I said, I don't really know much more about him than what we see and read on social media and internet, which you take the yeah. first off. But I, I don't think he's he's got enough to do it um, at, at the level we're at now. Um, and, but I do hope he, he secures a good enough future and, and performs for a club lower down the leagues. And yeah, I mean, generally, it's either with Bielsa, you, if you're out on loan, you're either out of his plans altogether and doesn't rate you, or you have forced his hand to go out on loan because you want the experience. And I think yeah. there's only three out of those guys that we've mentioned that were the ones that really wanted to go out on loan, which is Bogus, McCallumont and Gotts. And they're the only three that I could see. I know you mentioned two, Rob. I do think Gotts still potentially could. I'm not 100% as much as the other guys, but still think he could. And it's those three who forced his hand for minutes that it feels like are the most likely and the others are kind of out of, out of his plans at the moment. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right, yeah. Uh, finally, the last guy out on loan is Kun Temenishkov, is how I'm going to pronounce right. that, and I'm, I'm going to I've stick with that. I've got to interject here, Ross, because this guy, right, I, I've got a little bit of a strange feeling about this chap, and I've never <laughs> right. been able to describe it, not in that way. <laughs> is it in an erection, of, Rob? No. Uh, he, was, he was banging goals in what seemed like for fun, and he was yeah. kind of the... The kind of not the next big thing, but he was performing regularly week in, week out. Bielsa even looked at him and said, He's got the ability, he's got the talent, what you know, he could make it. And then, whether it was for personal reasons, whether it was for um, you know, wanting to be not in the UK and back or mm. over in Spain, or um, he seems to have just you know, it just happened out of nowhere that he left. And for me, I, like you know, when you play football manager and you've got like a player that's kind of a regen player that comes up, and you don't know why you like him, you just like yeah. him, you want him to stay in your squad, you want to stay in your team. That's how I feel about Kun. <laughs> I think he's a great 
personality. I mean, I think on Instagram, he's he's always doing some kind of like salsa dancing. He's loving his time <laughs> over in Spain. And he's performing on the pitch as well. He's scoring goals. Um, I know it's a lower level that he's playing at. Um, it's Real Union, is it, if I'm yeah. correct? Yeah. Um, so, again, he's a key part of that. Um, and he seems to be scoring. I see him as a higher level than that. Again, I don't know why he's gone to a club to like low down. My issue or what I see the issue being of him coming back to Leeds is I just don't think he wants to be at us. I can't understand another yeah. reason why he would have just left so quickly, having had quite a few people wax lyrical over him. And I remember yeah. for a time I was asking, I was tweeting a few people, sort of saying, has anyone heard about Kun? Where's Kun gone? He's missing off the loan watch. He was missing off the um, squad list. He wasn't on the retained list. So I was like, has he gone? Has he? What's happened to him? bit like mm. got as he just disappeared into the ether. Um, and uh, no, then he popped up at Real Union. So I hope he comes back and I hope he proves whatever has gone wrong right. And, and <laughs> yeah. But I can't see him coming back if yeah. I'm really I mean, honest. Like you, mate, I thought it was going to be a breakthrough star. I really liked him. The club seemed really keen on him. It felt like he was being pushed on us as a future star, you know, one to yeah. watch. Um but it just doesn't seem to happen to him, does it? And I don't. I agree with you. Is it that he don't want to be here? I don't know. None of us know the backstory, do we? But I mean, no. the, the only thing I will say, like, listen, comment on his YouTube if you, if this is completely wrong. But I'm sure he's about five foot fucking four. He's proper tiny. Yeah. He's a stocky. He's Bulgarian and oh, internationally under twenty one. Like mate, he looks like a fucking guy. power lifter, doesn't he? More than yeah. a footballer. His Wikipedia says he's five foot ten. That is a lie. Yeah, he doesn't he look five foot ten himself. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I, d- I don't see him making it. Um, no. Do we know if he scored? How many goals he scored? Where is that um, union? He scored pretty much in quite a, a few games. I mean, he scored in their opening game. I watched the highlights of the second one that he'd shared himself <laughs> on his Instagram. I think it was his highlight reel, and I saw that saw he'd scored in there. He played. Um, he played against Real Sociedad in a game as well, and I think he's scoring. I don't have the stats, but he's scoring goals. He's knocking a few assists in. Um, his physical presence is there. He's playing games. He's not sat on the bench or whatever. So, yeah, so he seems to be doing all right. But again, Real Union. Mm. Yeah. No offense to them, but I don't know what kind of standard they are. They're not particularly brilliant, are they? So. Real Sociedad shame. La Liga too earlier as well. By the way, it's La Liga B, isn't it? What a dickhead. La Liga B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all the kids that are out on loan. There's lots of them. Uh, also, just, I mean, this guy should be in the youth team, really. Pascal Stroik, he signed for Leeds uh, on this day in 2018. Um, quite the the journey he's been on as well. Oh, how good was he the other day? He, he looked on. fantastic, Short didn't he? Yeah, for Lorenzo. Yeah. yeah. Short notice, came on, bossed it. Uh, he's been covering that position really anyway, hasn't he? I really like him. I think I like his attitude again. I like. He just seems like, a, he seems like he's just kind of got this, um, got the kind of nice guy bug off Aileen. And just like taking it, he seems to be like you know a, a younger Dutch version of Aileen with his personality. He's always smiling, he's yeah. always having a laugh, and just there, just enjoying playing football. He looks like yeah. he's enjoying playing. Feels football. like water off a duck's back, done it. Like he's had a few shit, like his debut. If you remember, he, he gave away a lot mm. of passes when he debuted in centre mid, didn't he, in the Championship? Yeah. Um, but he's he's clearly very capable. I think he's going to go on to big things. And when you've got that, you know, we talked about resilience with Jordan Stevens. I think where. To be a big player, you've got to be able to take some stick, have bad performances, and carry on like it never happened. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he seems to have that for me. Um, I, I genuinely think he could be a, a, a top centre half for us over the next decade. I really do. I wouldn't play yeah. him again at CDM or CM. No, no I, I wouldn't. He's a centre half. He looks lost. He's got he? to be centre half. He's one yeah. that I don't think Bielsa will succeed. I mean, you could probably prove me wrong. Who am I to question? <laughs> yeah, and you know I what happened, don't you? He'll definitely he's gonna, play. He's going to absolutely dominate. 
someone as a centre mid now, isn't he? But yeah. um, I, I just don't see him in that position. He doesn't look comfortable. He looks a bit out of his depth. And just listen, if he's putting in performances like he did at the weekend in, in centre uh, centre back, then play him as centre half. You know, if it's him and Cooper for all, all the rest of the season, I'm fine with that. All of the left footers in the two. world. All of the left footers. <laughs> yeah, <Poor Ailey. laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I saw someone tweet that um, it was weird to see two left-footed centre-halves, yet it doesn't feel weird to see two right-footed centre-halves. It's a really good yeah. point, you know. It yeah. sounds weird, doesn't it? But and was it same with left-footed goalkeepers. Seven out of the 11 that played, uh, or were at the, on, on the pitch during the final whistle were uh, yeah. left-footed. I love the lefties, mate. Love them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, that's the lone watch. Uh, now it's time for the player profile. Cody Drama, 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 whatever you want to call him. One of those. Uh, Cookie, you've done the research. Tell us yeah, all about it. Yeah, as usual, I've done the spiel, but always, guys, drop a drop a comment if you've got any information where some of this is wrong. It's obviously off of the, the Tinterweb and a bit of my own opinion. Um, so, from what I found out about Cody Drama, he turned 19 just at the beginning of December 2020. Um, looks a really exciting, creative um, right back, but he can play on either side, um, which is good for us. Clearly not scared of a challenge, likes to bomb up and down the wing, um, which is useful in sort of Bielsa ball, and a real powerful runner. Um, he's also made a small number of appearances um, in his youth career as a right midfielder, um, which he's done twice, and as a centre-back five times. So that very typical Bielsa-style multi-position <laughs> player um, capability. Um, when he joined Leeds in the interview he did, he said he was really happy to join a massive club, which you'd expect and how excited he was. Um, but when he was responding to how he plays, he described himself as having a great engine, defending really well, that he gets up and down the pitch. But he acknowledged himself, which I thought was great to see that he's sort of got that down-to-earth level to him. He said he needs to improve his attacking output, um, which he was hoping to gain from our coaches. Um, he also cited seeing the number of young players who've made it through first-team debuts, which we've seen with most of the big signings we've made is a big part of the reason um, for wanting to join, alongside what you definitely expect, which is Bielsa. He actually cited um, what Bielsa had done with Benjamin Mendy um, was a direct inspiration for why he wanted to join Leeds in terms of what he did for his career, which is great to see. Um, yeah, so he signed from Fulham for a fee in the region, rumoured to be a million quid. It was obviously undisclosed, so I had to know for definite. And had interest from Man City, so obviously a good player. And then really bizarrely, I saw he was also linked with uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, which is obviously <laughs> a far fetch from Man City. Um, but yeah, he's, he signed a four-year contract. He's with us till 2024. Um, he's an England youth international. Um, three appearances for the under-18s when he was 17. Um, and he's obviously um, just turned 19, but has already made one appearance for um, the under-20s. That was against Wales in a 2-0 friendly win. He did only come on as a sub for 15 minutes, but good to see him obviously being acknowledged at international level. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last season and the season before um, for Fulham, he's played 17 games in the Premier League, two in both 18-19 and 19-20. Um, in 18-19, he got one goal, one assist. Developed that a bit further. 19-20, got seven assists and a goal in the, um, the Youth Cup. Um, he's already made 10 appearances for us in the Premier League 2 this season. Um, he's played 899 minutes, starting every game when he's been in the matchday squad, obviously, aside from his uh, naughty little ban for uh, two yellow cards. Um, and he's provided one assist so far. So it kind of... He's his, he's his own biggest critic, and you can hear that in what he says about his attacking output, because actually when you see him and some of the attacking players we've got, you'd probably expect him to have a, a large number of assists, particularly how many goals we've scored. Um, mm. than he currently does. Um, his last sending off, as we've already talked about, was against Sunderland uh, in the last match before we played in the reverse fixture. 
Um, but he appears to be one of the first names on the team sheet um, in that defence we've talked about that has really gone from strength to strength since they've sort of had a solid lineup there. Um, yeah. The weird thing about Cody Drama is for a drama, drama again, for a player who signed for seven figures in a youth team, there is actually very, very little information out there on the internet about Cody. <laughs> so what I was going to say is, for anyone who does watch this, if you know anything about him, drop a comment if you know more information about his youth career or anything else about him. Um, yeah. Because, you know, watching all the under-23s, I can give my view, but there's not a lot out there about his history. Uh, but my view is, honestly, exciting prospect. Ability to mm. play either side is brilliant for us in terms of if we look at the left-back, right-back situation in the first team. It feels like he's maybe 12 to 18 months off breaking through, um, but maybe he'll do it a little bit sooner. But he's, he's strong. He is a big lad, you know. Um, mm. He's very well developed for his age. Um and his, his defending looks good, which you don't often say about um, right-backs in this day and age. They do tend to be more attacking. Um, he's got really good pace. So I'm really excited. Just needs to develop his, his probably his passing accuracy um, and, in particular, um, his final ball, which, again, he self-critically knows that. Um, and if he can do that, I think he'll be an absolute star. So that's uh, the information I found out about him. But let us know if there's anything different out there. Yeah, comment in our comments below. Rob, what do you make to him? Yeah, I like him. Um, again, we referenced it before. Since the since the suspension, he's come back and he's playing out of his skin. I think his effort levels can't be faltered. Uh, you see that when you watch the under twenty threes in general. But um, he's not afraid. He, he'll he'll try mm. the 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 kind of one twos and he'll bomb down the wing. Uh, it doesn't matter who's in front of him and playing alongside him in that lead shirt. He'll, he'll give it a go. Like Cookie, I think his passing accuracy needs needs to be tightened up. I think yeah. that sometimes lets him down. But to be fair to the lad, he backtracks well. Um, he puts a tackle in, he puts a shift in. Um, so it is what you want from a right-back, isn't it? Um, whether he turns yeah. him into a full-blown right-wing back and he pushes forward more, again, if that was to happen, I would like to see him develop his crossing, his final ball. Um, but it's good that you mentioned, I didn't realise, I've not seen that um, information quickly about him, him openly saying he wants to improve his attacking output. Because, uh, like you say, recently he got the assist against Fulham, um, actually. So it, it's uh, it, it bodes well if that's the way he's going. He, I agree. I think he's one of the first players on the team sheet. I think he picks himself in terms of his position. Um, he seems to have commanded it. Um, and, and I like him. I like the look of him. I hope he gets a chance to stay with us and, uh, and break through. He's a player that I would like to see flex his, his style up further up. When, maybe even this season, maybe when we're safe. You know, um, yeah. Aileen's playing a lot. Um, he's had to be, be kind of versatile and shift in. And if we keep having the problems at centre-half, you never know, Aileen might become a sort of more permanent centre-half, which I, I hope not because I like him at right-back. And I think, he, obviously, he likes playing right-back better. But that yeah. could be a way in for Drame. You never know. He might get called up. We're not on the cup run, so it's a shame because if we were in the cup, he might have got some minutes in the first eleven in a cup game. But, yeah. Um, I, I like a lot of what he's done since his suspension. Um, and I like the way he's bounced back from the criticism. We mentioned it earlier. Not a lot of that under-23 squad has faced much criticism because of how well we're doing, and rightly so. We are yeah. scoring goals for fun at home. We're putting in nitty-gritty, tough, resilient second-half performances to see games out when they're tight. Um, the only one of the under-23s, or one of very few under-23s that's still with us and not on loan that I've seen take criticism is drumming um, for his first three or four performances. So it's nice to see he's got a bit of uh, resilience about him as well. 
Yeah, he's definitely overcome that. I think it's it's only going to take an injury to either Ailing or Dallas, and I think he's right in that squad because there aren't any other right backs, are there? That's it. We we are very light on right yeah. backs, and the fact he can cover both sides um, in particular is good. But I mean, you mentioned there about the one assist, Rob. I think you can see where he criticises himself because for last season he got seven assists in seventeen games. This yeah, year right. he's got one assist in ten. So if anything, mm. his attacking output has. Reduced, but I mean that that could be down to the finishing in the under twenty threes team. Although you wouldn't think so with Greenwood and Gellart, um, or it could be his final ball. I think he's probably playing with slightly better players, which we're seeing, which is why we are where we are, um, and that he needs to improve that. But the fact that he knows that says a lot about the player himself. Um, but he's he's a big, powerful lad. I could see him breaking through, and like you say, one injury in that situation, you could see that he could get an opportunity. Um, yeah, he looks very good, and I love the fact that he's uh, basing himself on Benjamin Mendy, who I know is getting a lot of stick at Man City these days. But <laughs> I love him for the fact he loves Bielsa so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in his in his on his day, you can't argue that Mendy is um, an absolutely superb um, wing back yeah. in the role that he One plays. Of the best so, in the world, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. The long term yeah. contract as well, as well. Like you say, he signed yeah. up till twenty four. Committed. So even if he even if he doesn't quite make it. I think maybe some loan minutes, but I can easily see him making the the subs bench sooner rather than later. Unfortunately, with the way our first eleven uh, back line is going down with injuries and bits and pieces <laughs> and things like that, uh, new pitch might help when the pitch is fitted. So hopefully, but yeah, I, I think more next season than than this season. He will probably yeah. see him in the first eleven or making an appearance. But um, I like the fact he's tied up for a decent contract, which you'd expect if we've paid that much for a youth player. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing him break through when it's his time to break through. Yeah, right back's a massively important position in our first team. It's it's where a lot of our attacks start from. So and Ailing's going to be 30 next from, season. Yeah, he he starts all the moves. The keeper always looks to the right back to start the moves. And Ailing's going to be 30. Ailing everywhere. Oh, yeah. everywhere. Not... I know we're on the youth pod, but oh, Ailing was everywhere at the weekend. What a player. Yeah, he was fantastic. But yeah, like I say, he's going to be 30 at start of next season. And that's not going to slow him down. But there's like, it looks like there's a proper succession plan in place there. And that's. Really good to see. He behaves like a thirteen-year-old anyway, Ailing. So I'm sure he's got the same body <laughs> to match it. Yeah, he's not going to slow down for another like five an years. Like excited little kid, isn't he? Love him. Love him. <laughs> so there we go. That is the loan watch done. That is the player profile done. That is the match preview done. Um, unfortunately, no match review. But we'll be back next week with a match review uh, of another Legion United youth win uh, and a preview for the next game for the kids to play. Um, where can people find us on Twitter? Let's start with you, Rob. Give Cookie at, a chance to figure out what his handle is. <laughs> at Juicy Rob, J-U-C-E-E-R-O-B. And if I don't see you through a week, I'll see you through window. <laughs> Lovely. Um, Cookie, where are you on Twitter these days? Shall I do it in a Spanish accent? <laughs> <laughs> at L-U-F-C Miguel. There you go. Uh, make sure you're following him. He's got a new account I've set up, mainly just to talk about the youth uh, stuff. So, yeah. Get on, get involved with that. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Rosbo1984. You can find the podcast as a whole at Peacock's Raw. Um, follow the Adelites because that's where a lot of stuff comes from as well. Donnie does a fantastic job with all this sort of stuff, all the editing, all the time and effort he puts into the graphics. It's well above my level. Me I just too. sit here and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah give him a follow he does cracking work and there'll be a main pod back in a week there'll be a match preview and a match review pod comes out as well and then yeah we'll be back this time next week probably yeah can I just add to that the one thing I would say to anyone watching you want to watch the one next week as well because we have a very special guest coming on and we will be reviewing a very special signing that joined this year 
Um, they both have the same first name, and that is the only clue I will give you. Um, and we're very excited to have that person on. So tune in this week and next. There you go, little breadcrumbs there. Comment in the uh, YouTube comments if you think you know who it is and who we're going to be talking about. So yeah, that is it. We're done. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And goodbye from Cookie. Goodbye. And we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard, Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends.